how are you? How are you? I'm great, honestly. Just uh, I just dropped my song yesterday, so I'm just kind of working on that right now. Can you guys hear me good with this? Perfect. Yeah, we can definitely hear you. Give Perfect. us a yeah, I need uh, oh, on what? The name of the song, the one you created yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that one's called No Hook. I listened to that. And uh, yeah, we just dropped it yesterday. I uh, finally got to get my label out as well. Like just kind of like under the radar, but like uh, I have my label Capital Camp Enterprise right now. So that's dope too. And uh, with the song and everything, we're kind of just like pushing what we can. Everything It's just kind of like no gimmicks, the rap and everything. It's like, like the roots, you know what I mean? I still do obviously like kind of singing rap and stuff like that, but like just a little bit of both, you know? So no hook was that I got a freestyle vibe from that. How did you go about recording mm. that? Say where you did. Okay. Okay. Um, you know what? Okay. So I was, a, oh, just to let you guys know I'm with Khalil Santana. Oh, let's see Khalil. Nice. Let's see Khalil. I don't, I don't think he's uh showing okay. face right and now. It's your manager? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lil's is like business side, everything management. He's all that. Like he 50% of capital camp right there. So, oh, yeah. uh, Shout yeah. So, Shout out Leos. And uh, yeah, no, um, with no hook, it was crazy. So me, we would be in my garage and everything, right? We were doing it like all summer in the garage and uh, we were just making music and everything. And I don't know, it just kind of came. So we put on the beat and like those kind of beats, obviously, like I've been rapping for a while now. I've been rapping since like grade 10. I've been like doing it, like freestyling and everything. So um, we were just sitting there. And yo, like this guy threw on the beat and everything. And I'm like, I don't know. I just freestyled the whole thing, to be honest. Wow. So yeah, I really got that, that. It was so genuine. It was so raw. It was like that real freestyle vibe. Do you get that too, Big Mish? Yeah, I get that. But what I find very intriguing is that he started freestyling from grade 10, right? Mm -hmm. Do you remember the song that you created at the age of, which age is that in grade 10? Yeah, like, like 15, 16. 15, yeah, yes. 15, do you 16. remember the song that you you freestyled? Yo, I, I actually do remember like the first song I was with my boys, Ryan Small and Dujon Bins. Shout out to them. Uh we were in our boy's house in the basement, just on his like karaoke and everything. We were freestyling, and uh Ryan Small makes beats. He makes beats, so he put on his beat and everything, and it was just us three. He actually doesn't even rap, but, like, I remember he was just rapping on that and everything. You know how, like, Dr. Dre would, like, rap on his beats and everything. So, um, yeah, we were making it, and it was three of us. I can't even remember the name. I can't remember the name, but I have that song. I swear to God, that's going to surface sometime. Like, I'm literally going to show that one time. But all three of us just went on it. Uh, like, I didn't even write it all that that time. Like, I wasn't even writing like that. I was just kind of freestyling at that point. So, like, Ryan actually helped me write it. And obviously, Dujon helped me, too, because he was, like, writing. Uh, Dujon was taking it, like, super seriously at that time. And, um, yeah, like, we were just freestyling, and then it just kind of happened, and we had that song. I think we put it out, like, on Facebook back in, like, grade 10 and everything. We put what it out. but. Yo, honestly, it was good, actually. Like, people didn't even know I rapped this shit. It was funny. They're so, like, yo. Hmm. That's funny you started from grade 10, because with your type of skill, it kind of seems like you'd be the type to rap from your, like, nine. You know yeah. what? With music in general, I like to sing when I was younger, actually, funny enough. Like, I, when okay. I was in, like, grade six and shit, I thought I could sing. No. That makes sense. <laughs> but, like, 
I do like singing, but I don't sing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like you know like nowadays you modernize rapping and singing. So like I do like singing, but I started doing that and everything, listening to you know neo and shit, all that shit when we were younger. And then I guess like when I start when I started seeing like Dujon and like Ryan Small and everything, they started like doing music. I'm like, yo, this is sick. Like this is fun. You know what I mean? Like I actually like this. And then I guess you see like it comes to fruition. You're like, yo. I'm good at this shit. I can actually start taking it seriously. And then, you know, I did it in grade 10. I didn't take it too seriously, but then um, went to college and I'm like, yo, this is not for me, all this shit. You know what I mean? Like the things I was doing, I was doing like computer technology and shit. I'm like, like, I, I like, I like doing all that stuff too. But I mean, like, it wasn't like, I was literally in my dorm and I was just like writing like 24 seven. I'm like, yo, I got to learn this. I got to learn this, you know? So so who was your favorite rapper growing up? I was going to ask that as well. Uh, okay. Like if we're talking, if we're talking like growing up, like I was big on Nas and Tupac were like, like, okay. I liked, I liked 50, it depended on age. So like when I was young, my uncles and everything, and my cousins would show me like Nas and like Pac and everything. Right. And then um, getting a little older, I guess, getting to high school. Cause that, those are like, the main guys I would listen to when I was very young, you know what I mean? And like kind of everything fabulous in those guys, but 50 cent too. But when I started getting a high school, like grade nine, I remember like I got introduced to like more Eminem because like Eminem was like in the house because he's Eminem in 2002, he was like popping his shit, but I didn't really listen to him too heavy when I was young, young. And then I started hearing him in like high school. So I'd say like Eminem, 50 cent, uh, Dr. Dre, like the whole aftermath crew and everything. I rated those guys. Those guys are sick, you know, and um, big influence on me. But um, yeah, like I'd say like my favorite rapper, though, is Eminem for sure, like to the core. But my taste and everything now growing up and maturing, it is kind of like switched and everything. You know what I mean? So but yeah, for sure. Which song is your favorite Eminem song? If you had to name it right now. Shit, that's hard. <laughs> put him right uh, on the spot <laughs> right on that spot okay if i'm gonna say a really good m song fuck man the guy has too many good songs <laughs> man like that guy has like classics back and forth but i'm gonna say i'm gonna pick a, like a really underground song from him that like it's not really too underground but like not really mainstream i like the I like Love Me on his Eight Mile soundtrack of his album, Love Me with Obi Trice and 50. And then I do like Lose Yourself, but it's that's like his mainstream song, Lose Yourself. But frig, man, that guy has too many good songs. I would say like those are like two ones right there. Uh, you guys are killing me right now. Okay, I'll make it easier. If you had to pick one of those rappers you mentioned to be on a song with them, who would you pick? Are you going to pick a favorite or... Are you going to pick someone else who you think would help the sales? If I had to pick like, so like any rapper that I just mentioned or anyone in general. Nas, well, not Tupac, but Nas, Eminem, 50 Cent. I'm going to have to pick, I'm going to have to pick M. Okay. It's kind (laughs) of hard because I prefer Eminem's older music. Like I preferred his like prime. You know what I mean? Like I still, he's still an MC and he still kills it. You know what I mean? But like, I would have preferred like his prime of course to rap with, but I would pick, I think I'd have to pick M just cause like, that's like the roots. You know what I mean? Like I, that guy's like, he's a straight, I'd have to like really rap 
Like that one man would make like you'd have to rap with Eminem. Like it would be like no joke, you know. I feel like Nas and Fifty and Pac, of course, of course. But this guy like literally is like forty nine rapping like till this day dropping albums. I'm like, yo, what the hell? It's crazy. What I realized with Eminem, Nas, and Tupac, they're very conscious rappers. Is it that in the scene you want to be known as a conscious rapper? Yeah, you know what? I like the balance, to be honest. Like, I like how Drake does it. I think Drake is a good example of how he, you know, he can, like, make a Galchester track, you know what I mean? Like, where he's, like, having fun and shit, and then he can go and do Do Not Disturb or something like that, you know what I mean? Where he's talking real shit. And uh, I think I would pick, like, I don't want to exactly, like I said, I don't want to be, like, fully like a conscious rapper only I want to be able to do both because I do make both like I like listening to both music like I don't like to just be on my I don't like to only listen to knowledgeable music you know what I mean so I feel like I would do like J. Cole to like no role models where he's still like he's still knowledgeable on it you know what I mean but then he's also like it's a hype track you know yeah so you're a fairly new artist I would say yeah um so when you gain more exposure what would you want new fans to know about Dante Carter what's one thing you really want to be known um I want people to know that you know I'm a hip-hop artist first so like I'm of the people so I like to when we say hip-hop you know it goes down to everything like the roots of b-boying turntable scratching DJing all that you know what I mean it goes down to where it started New York and everything so when uh people listen to Dante Carter, I want them to know like I'm gonna give them something to actually believe in it. You know what I mean? I feel like my music, to be honest, I want to latch on to like a feeling the whole time because I make music through uh, music through emotion. You know what I mean? Like I I have like a passion for it. Where like people, you know, it's like a business right now, like the hip hop industry and everything. Like it's a lot of uh, it's pretty diluted. You know what I mean? And uh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's good. I'm I'm happy that it's very mainstream. And I like hip hop is like literally the, the number one genre in America right now. So, but yeah, I definitely want people to know that like it comes from passion and, uh, you know, it's me. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to give them something to hold on to and I want to make timeless music. So I'm listening to you speak and there's one rapper who we've had on the show who I feel like would make a great collab with you. Big Mish, do you know who I'm thinking? He loves hip hop. He has who's that real Big raw Mish? sound. Big Mish, Ace please Nero? tell me. Who? Ace, Ace, Ace Nero would be good too, but I'm thinking Molly Sways. Molly Sways, yes. yes. Yeah, I think you and Molly Sways would make a tough track. I'll send you Shout his out work. Molly Sways. Shout out Molly Sways. Yeah. And, you know, that's what this is about. Like, we want underground artists to connect, mm -hmm. um, make great music. So we're going to make that happen. 100%. I appreciate that, guys. So we have different segments um, for the podcast. So the first one is called Culture Link. I'm going to give you a scenario or a statement. You have to give me your best answer. So the first one is... More than two-thirds of Canadians indicate support for curfew to slow COVID-19 spread in New poll. So do you agree with this procedure? And do you believe that this will decrease the COVID cases? Curfew? Like, do, do we think curfew will decrease COVID? Because right now we don't have a curfew, right? Like, it's just things are locked down. Yeah. Uh, okay, honestly, for being real... I don't think so, to be honest. Because, Why do you think so? Well, okay. I, I personally feel that 
it's it's very political this situation obviously and and it gets deeper than me just saying something of course but at the same time i look at it like you know we're, we're trying to flatten the curve as they say obviously and uh we're doing a lot to actually stop it because obviously peel and gta are they're in lockdown right now obviously other places are not i i feel like a curfew would only disrupt like civilization like i feel like people would be more enraged you know what i mean so i feel like people would actually backfire a little bit because i feel like there i think there is curfews i think there's curfews going on at different places in the world right now oh like, yeah i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken you know what i mean i think, I think there's curfew in jamaica I, there was at least there was yeah and i'm not uh i'm not really too in tune i i kind of strayed a little bit from it in the last couple months i'm not gonna lie just because of uh no, it's a lot of it's a lot on your mental right now. You know what I mean? But I, I do feel that people are rebellious. You know what I mean? And I feel like it'll actually throw people off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not exactly sure. But right now, I don't think I don't know if it's a good idea. You know what I mean? I didn't think of it that way. That is a good answer, because I was thinking it would slow it down just because people are still going out. Let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. Like, Actually. even though things are closed, people are still on the road. So yep. I feel like I. At least I thought if there was curfew, people would be afraid to go out and they stay home. But now that you mentioned that, I'm like, okay, maybe that won't work. You what do you think, know. Big Mish? I disagree. With who? No, no, no. So I totally agree with both of you. Um, I disagree with this statement. I Wait, do not you can't agree with I... us both. We're saying different things. So he mentioned We both that... make good points. Let's put it like that. <laughs> okay, you both gave good points. But he mentioned that the slowing down of the curfew would not be effective, right? And I agree with that. Um, I just don't think it's humanely possible. um, And I don't think it's humanely normal as well. Um, This has been happening for months. It's It's not like it happened for a short period of time. It's been happening for a very long period of time. And it's not humanely normal for persons to be in their homes for days, weeks, and months. And you don't expect them to step outside at a specific time. I remember when I was speaking to Izzy, Izzy mentioned once when we're speaking together, she's like, okay, so they want a curfew at 11. What does that mean? COVID is outside at 11.01. <laughs> that doesn't really make any sense, right? So I don't think it's Facts. effective at all. So definitely, I do not agree with this statement. And I totally yeah. agree with you. And I actually saw a post on Twitter. I forget what it was in relation to, but it was like the subways were packed. And people were saying it's because of the curfews. It was in somewhere in Europe or something, somewhere where there was curfew and the subways were packed. And it was because people were rushing home before curfew. So it was like curfew could increase COVID cases if you're like cramming people together as we're all trying to get home. That's what I'm saying. You're like, I I think it's just like I said, you can't put a restraint on a human. It's too hard. You know what I mean? Obviously the law. But I mean, like, yo, that's a different situation, you know? Yeah. Yep. Are you going to take the vaccine, Dante? That was a question we had on another episode. And I want to know if you're going to take it. Here we go. <laughs> check on my neck. Check, check. <laughs> Why is it that everyone laughs so hard at this question? Listen. She's the first one in line, Listen, she said. I am the first in line. I'm telling you that straight up. I'm the first one. You're, but, you're first in line for that vaccine? Yes, I would definitely get the vaccine. As a matter of fact, I'm going to record myself. When I get this vaccine, I'm so serious. I'm getting it for sure. Well, God be with you. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> That's what I told her. Why is it that everyone is resisting the vaccine? Because this is like a 99% survival rate. I'm good. <laughs> like, you don't like, <laughs> Who I told feel like you this? 
What do you mean? It's all over the internet. Is it? Okay, wait, wait. The Big internet. niche. Is it a 99% survival rate? I just want to know. No, it's not. It's really so, not. Okay, okay. So that's how incorrect. I look at this. Okay, so I don't really want to use this example on the podcast, but I'm still going to say it. Um, When I was younger, I had to get the flu shot. And if you're from the Caribbean, they also mark your skin to show that you took the flu shot. Now, mm-hmm. when I spoke to someone about the vaccine, they were telling me that the things that are in the vaccine are not healthy for the body. However, any kind of medication that you take or any kind of injection Obviously, there are some form of chemical in there that's not natural for the body, but it also helps to fight whatever symptoms is happening, and it will it will also resist whatever is happening in the world as well. So I think it's safe for me to take the vaccine. If I took the flu shot and I'm okay, why wouldn't I take the vaccine? I don't know okay. how when that. <laughs> that's okay. I was listening. To I'm, you, I'm I was a... like, that's scary. <laughs> okay, but listen, listen, listen. You're telling me that this, how long did they work on this vaccine? How long do vaccines get tested for? Yes. 10 to 15 years, Mish. Come on. That is true. However, I am assuming, I'm not sure I would have to do my research. I'm assuming some big doctors sat in an office and got this done as quick as they can. This is a global issue. This is not happening in one country. This is happening, happening on a global scale. So they're trying to reduce this as much as they can by getting this done as quick as they can as well. And I'm pretty sure it's some big doctors in that room taking care of everyone. <laughs> they are getting some big name doctors in one room to make a vaccine. That's yeah. what I think. And I'm first in line. You got me there, you know. <laughs> yep, I am not first in line. I will be, I'll be on I'm Instagram last. from my home. <laughs> I will be there. watching my story because you're going to post it, right? I'll be watching to see what happens, but I'm not taking it. Like okay. I said, God be with you. That's it. <laughs> Keep my prayers recorded. Hopefully, we post it for the podcast. But we'll yeah. see. I have a post. I'll. I have a question. All right. This was posted on Six Buzz. It says, "Say you are Canadian without saying you're Canadian." That's a good one, actually. <laughs> I can right. start it off. I'm always going to parties every single day. Man, you just took mine. I'm ah. in that place every day. I buy my triple triple every single morning. I'm very Canadian. Okay, that. I'll say mine. I love poutine. I love poutine. Yes, same, same. <laughs> I bet I say a way too much. No, you don't. I don't think you said it once. This I don't say it like. I don't say it like. I don't know how they like Canadian is like a. You know what I mean? Just be like, yo, what are you saying, dog? Yeah, eh? <laughs> Okay, that's yeah. Okay, come that on, way. we say that too much. A little bit too much. That win. I don't say I don't say nyay, you know what I mean? No. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's that's more Toronto. That's like Yeah. Toronto, we'll keep man. it Mississauga over here, you know. But I was talking to another Mississauga artist and we were talking about like, let's just all be Toronto artists. Like, yeah, you're gonna represent Mississauga, but at the end of the day, when you make it and when you go across to the States, they're gonna call you a Toronto artist because that's all they know. Like they call Tory Lanes a Toronto artist. I see you made a face. What do you think about that? I, I I represent Mississauga. <laughs> if you look at anything of my social media platforms, it says Mississauga for a reason. So I respect Toronto. That's like, you know, that's like the cousin. We're right beside them. 416, 905, no big deal. But I'm saying I'm always rep Mississauga. I'm not born in Toronto. I was never from Toronto. My cousins live in Toronto. My family lives in Toronto. Sure. But I'm not from Toronto. So I'm going to say Mississauga, and I would love to represent Mississauga and actually make Mississauga bigger than it is. So I know that's right. Instead of, instead of Obama saying, 
Mississauga. Like, are you crazy, bro? He said Mississauga on his shit. I was like, well, that is so interesting because uh, there's a lot of GTA artists who do want to be called Toronto artists, which I didn't see a problem with that because I'm like, we're all like trying to put Canada on the map. We're all trying to put GTA on the map. Like you might as well just say Toronto artists to make it simple. Double XL calls Scarborough artists, Brampton artists, Mississauga artists. They call them Toronto artists. So I didn't see a big deal, but the way you said it, that's a great answer. Put Mississauga on it's the map. It's all love. It's then, all like, love. Why, is it, why does but... it only have to be Toronto, right? Like we can put Mississauga on the map. You have party next door. We need to educate the world and let the world know that we have many cities with many talents. In the that's state, true. you can always direct an artist in a specific city. Say, for example, New York, that is like the biggest place for the rap zone. You can think about Atlanta. California, the west side, east side, coast. Like, they always specify where they're from. However, when it comes on to, to Canada, we always refer back to Toronto. We need artists who can there actually... There can be more than one. From here. Yeah. That's what there I'm saying. There can be more, more than no. one rap zones, music zones. Yeah, Funny definitely. enough, Brampton has a lot of, like, celebrities in general. Tristan Thompson's a ball player. Hmm. Alicia Kerr is from there. Tory Lanez is from there. Mm-hmm. For Y'all Entertainment's from there. Why are they all... They're not... Literally, so many people don't say they're from Toronto. They literally say they're from Brampton. Obviously, a lot of them say Toronto, but they're still like, maybe because we're from here, we're going to say they're from Brampton. But I know a lot of people still classify as Brampton over there. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I just feel like Mississauga hasn't had that push to get too many artists out there. There's a lot of good local artists and even people that are actually getting out and they're starting to be known and everything like rappers from here and everything. So I feel like it's just, it's in due time. You know what I mean? That is that is really Definitely. why put put Canada on the map by putting Toronto on the map and Mississauga. It doesn't have to be Absolutely. just Toronto. Facts. Like, why is New York, Flatbush, Brooklyn, Queens? There's literally a million places in there. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. I don't even like I've never even been to New York and I know. That is a very good point. True. Mm-hmm. True. Agreed. So for our next segment, it's called If We're Linking. So my first question is. If all your exes sat at a table and vented about you, what would they all agree on? Oh, shit. Ah, who said that in the background? Question. Who said that in the background? Dante's though? manager <laughs> is exposing him. Santana. Damn. No, it's not exposing him. I'm just saying that's a crazy question. Just that is a crazy question. Oh, that shit. means your manager well, has a crazy answer. <laughs> and Liz, what are, we just crazy say? answer. what are we just saying? What are we just saying? No hook, though? And so exes trying to link now. Just like the ones on my chain, nigga, they link now. Oh, that's wow. A- Anyways, that is a great question. And you guys kind of fucked me up right now. Uh Did it. so let me let me remember that. That is you're saying if all of my exes were at the table mm-hmm. and they had one thing to say about me, is that well, what they were say? all discussing? They're all discussing you. What are they gonna say? Talk, what are they gonna mention? Is it going to be like, you know, he's a great ex? Or is it going to be like, I hate him? Like, what is it? I'm actually pretty good with all my exes. I'm not going to lie. A couple, actually, that are a little. (laughs) Um, Majority of, wait, you said all of, fuck, that's too hard, man. They're they're not going to agree. What are the things that are going to be discussed at this table? One thing they're going to discuss about me exactly is that I'm very persistent and I stuck to everything I said I was going to do with that. Everything that I said I was going to do is happening right now. So they're all going to agree on that because 
Yeah, let's just put it like that. That's a great answer. What about you, Big Mish? I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Come on, Big Mish. We need to hear. Ooh. What's Ooh. all your exes saying? Come on. You know what? To be, you know, I don't want to say it on the podcast. Slowly, the podcast is exposing me, but I'm actually cool with my exes. And they would probably say that I'm hard-headed, but I'm very passionate. And they would say that I'm a woman of my word as well. They would say that, hmm, I like to get my way. <laughs> they would say that. Word. Okay. And we'll leave it right there. <laughs> bless, bless, bless. Because they might listen to this and they'll be like, you forgot to say this and that and this and that. <laughs> and I'll be like, yo, calm down. <laughs> what would they say about you, Izzy? Izzy, hello. Izzy's up next. Izzy up next on the plate. Um, Let's go. They would... Um... I'm trying to be like polite. <laughs> they say I'm a bitch. <laughs> oh. oh God. <laughs> you just, wow. Either, either or, you know. <laughs> okay, let's keep it real, guys. Let's keep it 1,100. Let's keep it 100. Yep. Would your exes say anything negative about you? Yes. Yes. What would they say? Go ahead, Izzy. <laughs> Looking at him. We're interviewing you though. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, something negative? Yes. Why are you trying to make me expose myself? That's what this is about. Oh. Uh, okay. Think of it like an interview. You know how in an interview when they say, What are your weaknesses? <laughs> and you have to say something positive. Think of it like that. One thing negative that they will say about me is that I spent more time on music than them. He really did that's that, but I just—that's not bad at all. That's a great answer. But that's the negative for them, though. You, you know don't need I mean? them. <laughs> that's why I am single. Okay, ladies. Dante Carter is looking for a special lady who will distract him from man. music. It could the never. <laughs> could never. It's not possible. Okay, so my next question. The ones who love you will never leave you. Even if there are a hundred reasons to give up, they will find one reason to hold you down. Do you agree with this statement? I'll start. Or since while you think about it, I'll start. That is so toxic. <laughs> that sounds like it was written by a man. A, wow. a very manipulative man who's, who would be like, you're going to leave me because I'm cheating. And I did this to you. And I lied to you. And I did this. Mm. Like, but I love you, so don't leave me. That's what that sounds like. That sounds very toxic. A man definitely wrote that. I can go both ways, actually. Both Come really? on now. Come on. Both can be manipulative. Both man and woman can be manipulative. We know that. And I feel like I agree exactly on that point, to be honest. Like, nah. Like, Come on now, like that, that many reasons and then one reason. No, it's just it's just not a it's just not a thing for me, to be honest, either. I'm with you on that. I disagree with this statement. Oh, I thought you said you disagree with that. No, no, I disagree with the <laughs> statement. So where it says, even if there are a hundred reasons to give up, they will find one reason to hold you down. I believe if you genuinely love the person and it was toxic, let it go. If you genuinely love them, that means you want the best for them. You don't mm -hmm. want to ruin who they are or their character. And you also want to take care of yourself. So if you genuinely love that person, let it go. Yeah, That's I feel I like... I feel like, especially just trying to find those like a million reasons like that and like negatives, you know what I mean? Like anything toxic, to be honest, you should have to let go of it, to be honest, because how are you going to progress? Yeah. 
I'm gonna play that's just in the top. I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Maybe that one reason is to stay outweighs all the other negative reasons. Hmm? I don't think that's possible. I don't think there's like I don't think you can just outweigh, to be honest. I feel like it has to be balanced. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you're saying outweigh, like all those, look how many negatives are even in. How are you even like your whole brain capacity was just thrown off the whole time? Like, how do you even live with yourself like that? To be honest, like I've, I've been through that. I know how it feels. I'm sure a lot of people have been through that, obviously. So from experience, it's just a bad outcome. You have to love yourself. If you love yourself, you're not going to choose that one reason to stay when there's a million reasons to leave. Like that's you loving yeah. them more. Yeah. I feel that so first. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. So the next segment, the music, what are you listening to? I was actually trying to listen to Jack Harlow's new album. I never listened to it yet, but I'm about to. I listened to the Big Sean and his collab, which was on the album as well. That was dope. Um, I'm kind of on, I made a playlist right now, just Young Hustlers. And uh, just like, I'm just kind of on that, like, I mean, No Hook, and I would say No Hook is like a nostalgic kind of feel for me. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of on like a 2010 kind of wave right now. A little bit of new. I I, I balance that. You know what I mean? And uh, I was kind of on some like uh, different kind of music, like some indie pop and shit. My sister was showing me all that just because like I feel like if I'm going to make hip hop music, I need to like branch off the different genres. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. hip hop is literally a mix of like every genre. Like if you really take it in, you know what I mean? It's obviously different, but um, yeah, listening to a little bit of Tori, Jack Harlow. Um, I was listening to her, a little bit of her. I was trying to get on some R&B because I've been very out of reach of R&B because R&B is kind of like getting thrown under the bus right now just because of how mainstream is right now. I don't like to only listen to mainstream, you know what I mean? I was listening to Wayne too, a little bit of Wayne just because like old school Wayne. A lot of Jay-Z because it was his birthday the other day. So I started getting onto his albums and shit, which is dope. Uh, and, uh, of course, a little bit of Eminem, not really, but always throw him in there. And, so you yeah. listen to a lot of music. Do you listen to, like, I want to know, do you listen to music all day? Like, how many hours a day would you say you listen to music? I'm listening to myself the most, if I'm being honest. Huh. I forgot about that. I'm not going to, like, take that out. I'm really listening to my music 24-7. So if we're going to talk that's about, like, yeah, course, like, that's because, like, I literally make the music for me first, if I'm being honest. Like, I literally like listening to my music. And then, of course, when I like it, I'm assuming my fans or anyone that listens to me is going to like it. You know what I mean? So every music is for different people, obviously. But um, I listen to, I just copped some AirPod Pros. So I'm, I've been listening a little too much. Oh. <laughs> and they're a little addictive right now just because they're new. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I'd say like if in a day, I don't know, I flood my mind with music 24-7. I like to, I also like, when I'm listening to a lot of music, I like to make sure I don't, get caught like like off guard almost like in a sense of like you can kind of throw yourself off if you're listening to so many styles and thinking like you should be this way and you have to like really so I'm like I said I'm always listening to my music first and then listening to other styles obviously because it's kind of like studying for me so I like to study it you know what I mean wow okay you can definitely hear like your passion for music and your own music so it's paying off 
I appreciate that. Thank you. What about you, Big Mish? What are you listening to? I've been listening to Smiley. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I've been listening to Smiley put in work. I'm still on his album and I'm listening to that tune. That's my tune. This is oh, his Smiley. album? Yes. Smiley. Okay. I take how's, how's the album? How's the album? It's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. I think Smiley has a different sound. Facts. When me and Izzy talk about his sound, Izzy think he kind of has that. What's the tune, Izzy? What's the word you use for him? Mellow. I a mellow. mellow. Yeah. But I think he has a very different sound. I haven't. In this album or? His sound overall, his enunciation oh. is very different to me. It's a it's very, very different. It's his own it's thing. Extremely different. I don't think anyone has it yet. Yet. So yeah, that's why he. He's, he stands out. He has his own kind of sound. Yeah, his own little voice going on. It's it's different. So yeah, like you can understand the appeal in the sense of why it sells and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can see where when it comes on to trap from. music. To me, um, because I'm, I put him in the category of trap. When it comes on to trap, for me, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. So the way how he says his music, it sells. So Facts. yeah, yeah. What about you, Izzy? I am listening to Boulevard Biz back in the day. He is a Toronto artist and it's like a, I guess it would like be like that. Mel- I'm really on that melodic trap kind of vibe right now. So he really, really has that going on. I love it. Fire, okay. fire. Good luck. Fire. Now to my favorite segment. The games. <laughs> Big Mish loves the games. Love, 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 love the games. So one thing we did notice about you is that you love conscious music. So we decided to look up some lyrics and we would like for you to complete the lyrics. And we noticed you had a song on your EP called Lyrical Practice, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to think of this as lyrical practice. We're going to say right. lyrics and you're going to try to finish it off. Yep. So Sounds let's good. see if you actually listen to these artists, like you say. So <laughs> I'll start it off. So the lyrics. Bad things happen to people you love and you find yourself praying up to blank above. I'm going to say God. <laughs> God? The Lord above. <laughs> What would Dante Carter put in his track if this was him? What would you put in the track? Repeat the line one more time. (laughs) Sure. Thank you. Bad things happen to the people you love and you find yourself praying up to blank above. Shit, am I out of reach with that one? <laughs> Don't worry. This game always gets people. Yep. It's the way we say um, it. It's, it's like, the way we say it, yeah. It is the way you say it, because I'm like, yo, there's no <laughs> flow. The cadence is completely different. I don't know what's going on. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> okay, okay. Hit me with that. She knows, and I know she knows. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's in his lyrics as well. Huh. Yo, Lils. <laughs> He's asking for help. What are we saying, fam? What? <laughs> what's it, what's you don't know? It? Repeat that line. Repeat that she line. knows. Repeat, she repeat knows. Line the original line. The original line. Repeat oh. the line. Bad things happen to the people you love, and you find yourself praying up to the blank above. The one above? I'm going to guess. Did I say Did I say that? Oh, I said Lord. I said Lord, and I said God. Fuck. Yeah. So just. What is it? Up? Okay. Man up, man up above. Up to heaven above, and that's. J. Cole. Huh. What song, what song is that? That's the name of the song she knows. What that's album is the that? Beginning on? of his song. 
album though album no it's a song she knows j cole that's no i mean do you know what's do you know what the song the album what album album i'm not too sure of the album the album i'm not too sure of damn i actually know bear j cole tracks we know that is a very mainstream song so it's the way she said it okay i have one (laughs) thanks to the lames niggas with bad aim thanks to a little change i tore you out the (laughs) blank the what frame frame okay what do you say big mish I'm not too sure either. I'm not too sure either. <laughs> it is game. I tore you out the game. That is Jay Z. That's Jay Z Rock Boy. What's your easy one, Big Mish? Okay, so this one is easy. Hope so. Keep your <laughs> blank up. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Keep your blank up. Ooh, uh. child, things will get better. <laughs> I know this one. I know this one. That's just the most main because you almost did the melody. You almost slipped. Yeah, up I almost did. Melody. It, yeah. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Just wait. I had the melody in my head. Are the blanks the same word? The blanks are the same word, right? Mm-hmm. I say the black of the berry. Hey, hey, hey! Gonna get me. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I know the lyric. I you know. Do it. know it. <laughs> of course. Say say the line one more time. Last time. <laughs> keep your bl- keep your blank up. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Keep your blank up. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Keep your head up. Yeah, of course. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> yep. Okay, I have Wait, one. What's, what was the song? Keep your head up. Ooh. Yeah, Tupac. 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 <laughs> Y'all give me on so Okay, we're gonna give you an easy one. This is really, really easy. Yeah, but I got that one, so like we're counting you, that. You got it. Yeah, of we, you got it. I'm okay. Split. I'm trying to read it because I almost sang it. Okay. I feel you creeping. I can see it from my shadow. <laughs> Wanna jump up in my blank blank. <laughs> I don't know why, like the way you say it just throws me <laughs> off every single time. You guys are going to make me sing on this show. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, we're going to have to sing. I feel you creeping. I can see it from my shadow. I feel you He's almost had the melody. He smack almost smack the melody. that. Smack that. Yeah, but what's the blank blank? That's the song. I feel you creeping. I can see it from my shadow. One <laughs> up, jump up in my Lamborghini Gallardo. Baby, co- oh, that's a banger. Yo, Eminem produced that too. Eh? It's crazy. Oh, really? That's Fun why fact. You got it. That's Fun why fact. You got it. Yeah, he actually produced that. He's a producer too. So it was crazy when yeah. I figured that. I was like, whoa. I have one more. This is an easy one. I feel like it's easy, but I'm going to try to trip you up by the way I read it. Nigga. Where I'm from, we like to go dumb. I'm soaking up the game. I'm seeing <laughs> blank, blank, blank. Man, you just, that shit throws me the fuck off. <laughs> N- we have to do it one more time, though. Nigga, something. Where I'm from, we like to go dumb. I'm soaking up the game. I'm seeing blank, blank, blank. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Ready? 
I don't know those lyrics though. I really don't. Okay. You don't know the song? I know the song. I don't, I don't know the lyrics. It's how it's done. I think that's E40's part. I don't even want to pretend. I'm not even going to mimic that. So, yeah, part. I can't even act like it's I even It's that wild that, part. Like, that nigga will bro. <laughs> I like to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, hit me with some Drake lyrics. Those are easy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do the one I did with you, Big Mish. Which one I remember. Which one was it? Tired of beefing, you bums. You can't. Why do you look so confident? Like you know, I already know it now. <laughs> so, you you enough. gave me the easiest lyric of all time. Tired of beefing, you bums. You can't even pay me enough to react. Please don't put that nigga song in his party. I don't even listen okay. to that. I thought, to that nigga. Yeah, I really I tried. A, I did a freestyle That's to that. That's why he is, knows is it because on. he did a freestyle on it. No, no, not only that. That's like the biggest song at one point. That was like an I anthem. I really, really tried to read it different so you wouldn't get it. It was, wow. too, it was too. It's too relevant. Like you hit me with like E40 back in like 2009 or some shit. I was like, bro, I don't remember that. I was like fucking 14 years old. You got smacked that though. Only because I'm an Eminem fan and um. I know that because of that. So speaking of freestyle, I know you like to freestyle. Are you shy today? Or, you know, you want to give us a little sample of Dante Carter? Give us a sample. Okay. Uh, we're talking freestyle. All right. All right. So like no beat though, right? Okay. And whatever, whatever Dante Carter wants to do. Let's give these listeners an idea of who Dante Carter is as an artist. All right. Uh... All right, so goes like this. It don't matter the beat that I'm on. I'm hustling, nigga. Continue the marathon. Got to prove in the stage that I'm drawn. Heavy artillery when I'm on the song. You could take all your funds and go. Bet it against me. In the end, I know that your bank will be empty. CC done sent me. Lighter fluid to the flow. I'm just doing what I know. We was raised up in the snow. If your girl around me, I move like Jim C. She ain't never saying no. People come and people go. Swam so sticking to the books, thinking rich, I gotta grow. 40 laws of the power, instrumentals I devour. Winning, driving with a smile. Guess I see why niggas sour. This music I put in hours. Go from writing, producing, mix the whole record. Pitch, edit is the vision. I'm feeling like Kenny Powers. Why niggas do less, I protest. I mean, I'm doing my best in times like this, I invest. Opportunities at hand, my case, I had to go rest. My work ethic don't rest, but recipes in the respiratory lay in my breath. What's next? Not but to get so political, but fucking I'm an individual. They attitude stay cynical. Wow. Dante. Oh, that is a promo clip. Bars, bars, bars. <laughs> yeah. You are talented. Very talented. <laughs> I appreciate you guys referring to the wordplay and everything. Yeah. Yeah. His flow, the lyricism. What was your favorite um subject in, in school? Was it English? English. Yeah. Really? Honestly, you know what's funny? I was like surprisingly just randomly good. I didn't even I didn't I didn't write at that time to be honest, but like I remember I had uh I had to save my like at one point in grade eleven. I was I just slacked in high school. I'm not gonna lie. I just slacked because I just didn't care as high school, right? So I had to save my grade. Like I needed like at least the 70. I was at like a 65. And like on the exam, it was an essay, obviously. And I like made sure I just snapped on the essay. I was just like, yo, I got to snap on this and everything. And then I realized I'm good at essays. I was like, okay, I'm good at essays. And obviously it starts with like a body conclusion thesis, get everything set up and everything. So once I knew 
that I could do that. I'm like, yo, let me put that together. Cause that's how I feel like writing could be. You know what I mean? Like you have to get the thesis and then you obviously have to get like intro body conclusion and uh, not traditional writing. I'd say like, you don't want to, I feel like songs can kind of go anywhere nowadays. You know what I mean? But with like, if you were to say traditional writing in that sense, that's where it started. And uh, with freestyling, obviously it goes both ways, but that's how I could fill in words and everything just because I was so in tune with it. But I like gym class too. <laughs> nah, I can tell. You are, you love English. You are a word. Is it wordsmith? Wordsmith. Okay, perfect. Tell the listeners where they can follow you on social media because I know you do like to write out your lyrics. So tell them where they can find sure. you. Uh, you can find me on every platform, to be honest, on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I'm on all of them as DanteCarter.cc. Um, shit i'm on spotify apple music all platforms all digital platforms everything and yeah dante carter we switched from dante to dante carter right now and we're going capital camp enterprise full ways so nice thank you so much for linking up with us dante carter thank you guys i appreciate it thanks for having me 